What's going on, all my Spotify members, Anchor podcast listeners, anybody who's on Google Podcasts or Apple Podcasts or anything in between, um, whether you're from the United States or you're from Poland or you're from Germany or you're from the UK or Australia. I'm sure I've missed somebody, some other country in there somewhere, but see Jizzle and the motherfucking Wizzle here to bring you another episode. Um, and to be honest, I really wasn't going to make an episode tonight, but I have a good friend that listens to my podcast, and he hasn't missed an episode yet. Um, and so he asked me if I was going to make one earlier today, <sighs> whenever I talked to him, and um, I said, yeah, I'll make one tonight, so anyways... I just wanted to talk about a couple things that I had seen on the internet before I made this podcast, uh, and it really makes me chuckle because it's just so stupid, you know, whenever you li- you read something or you listen to something and you just can't help but to laugh because it's just so stupid, so ignorant, you know, and uh, I was looking through my Google News feed. And, um, one of the most stupid things that I've ever seen, probably in a while, probably all, definitely all month, but, um, there was a, uh, there was an article through Live Science, was people who published it, get on Google News, um, Live Science, is a uh, publisher on there and I just think that what you read on the internet and what you see you need to really uh, second guess it you need to really think whether or not uh, it's legit or if it's a bunch of shit, pretty much, and nowadays, it's, everybody is having to do that, everybody's having to think about what's real, what's fake, and so I was, I was reading this article on live science, and the article says that the Earth's inner core isn't as solid as what scientists have thought in the past. They're, tr- they're starting to say now that the inner core of the Earth is kind of mushy instead of being solid. Now, here's my big thing with that. Here's the biggest problem that I have with that. How do they know? How do they know? They sit there and say shit like that and then they don't have anything to back it up with facts. They just have some dumbass, some Chinese foreign exchange student or something that says, oh yeah, well, what we believe is this, and what we believe is that. But they never have any facts. They never have uh, facts in the sense, you know, we've measured, we've gotten this reading, we know for a fact that it's a soft inner core instead of a hard one. 
But you always hear them say, well, we believe. We believe that the inside of the inner core is mushy, pretty much. And when anybody uses that word, we believe, or whatever, it's never 100% true. There's always a possibility that they're wrong, because they're not really sure. And, um, so anyways, I know there's some dumbass out there that's going to say, well, because they're scientists, and they've already measured, and they've already checked the inner core, and... I just want to say that you're an idiot if you believe any of that. First off, we've never been to the inner core. We haven't even barely got to the mantle. You got the Earth's crust, the mantle, the outer core, and then the inner core. If we've never even gotten past the mantle to get to the outer core, what makes you think that we know what the fuck the inner core looks like? You know what I'm saying? Or how it acts, or how it behaves, or what it's composed of, or how hot it really is inside the inner core. How do we know anything about that if we've never been to the inside of the core? I think it's all a bunch of hoopla. I think it's a bunch of bullshit. Huh. Gotta start thinking outside the box. Start thinking about what you know is real for a fact and what you what's possibly not real there's a lot of people out there that it's hard for them to differentiate what's real and what's not cause like I said we live in this age where people just tell people shit and they believe it and um but I don't know with me whenever I read an article especially on the news I sit there and I think is this really true or is this a crock of shit one of the first things I think and then I look at the sources I look at who published it if there's other news sources that are saying the same thing or something similar nine times out of ten it's just one particular source that's saying it and uh, so anyways another article that I had read which I believe is absolutely ridiculous it's stupid ignorant but uh United Airlines is going to start selling alcohol again on their flights <clears throat> and I'll tell you the part that's stupid back in 2020 they suspended all the alcohol flights all the little airplane shots that you could get and mixed drinks and the reason why they suspended it back then. It was because they didn't want to give anybody a chance to uh, possibly get COVID because somebody was taking down their mask to get a drink. So, now all of a sudden they're allowing it. Even though they're making people still wear masks, they're allowing it. Now, does that not contradict what the fuck they actually set out to do in 2020? Okay. In 2020, if you thought, well, there's a chance that somebody could give this to somebody else if they remove their mask. And now, you're saying, well, 
We'll let people remove their masks, but only if they're drinking liquor. How stupid is that? How ignorant does that sound? We'll let you take your fucking mask off as long as you want to drink. That's the most ignorant thing I've ever heard. Why the fuck would you even make people wear masks to begin with if you're going to uh, bend the rules a little bit, you know, and say, oh, well, we're going to do this because we want to do that. As United Airlines, we think that this is the right thing to do. That is, the, that is so fucking stupid. So stupid. And you want to know why they're allowing for drinks to be on flights again? Because they made so much profit off of those stupid fucking, uh, those alcoholic beverages. So, think about it this way. When you go on a flight, they, they said that they're, they're serving hard seltzer now. Seltzer water. Do you think that they're going to pour you the whole can into a cup? No. Do you think that they're even going to pour you half of the can into a cup? No. You're probably going to get like a third of a hard seltzer water with some ice. So they, they've made money off of three people off of one can. Let's just say that. So there's one can that costed, I don't know, $3 at the store. They've turned around and charged somebody $6 a piece. So they made $18 off of something that costed 3 You get what I'm saying? And if you get, you know, 10 people to do that, or 20 people to do that out of 300, then the airlines, you know, after X amount of flights a week, they make pretty good money off of that shit. That's why they brought it back. Not because, you know, it was a smart thing to do or, you know, <laughs> everybody's been crying about having shots on the, on the flight. Not, not really. You know, I'm sure there has been some people that have been crying about it, but you know what everybody wants? When it comes to flying, everybody wants for those fucking masks to just disappear. They want to they wanna be in charge of whether or not they have to wear a mask or not. They don't want to have to be told by a company to wear a mask. If you think you should wear a mask, you should fucking wear a mask. But if not, if you don't want to wear a mask, you shouldn't be forced to do that. Especially when you're paying good money to be on those flights. So... <clears throat> that's just my opinion um, I think it's pretty ignorant I think a lot of things that I see nowadays have become more ignorant more stupid pointless and like I said you really gotta stop and say is this a good idea or is this stupid is this real or is this just some bullshit and um You know, that's with anything in life. That's with garbage that you see on the internet. That's with something that somebody told you. You have to really stop and think, is that real or is or are they just full of shit? Uh, commercials on the TV are stupid. 
pointless. They're fake. They're not really 100% true. You know what I'm saying? But if they can lure people in to buy more of their shit, who cares if it's true? You know? <laughs> Anywho. Anywho. just made it home oh about a couple hours ago or so well about a few hours ago I do believe I've just been kind of sitting back uh, watching videos and whatnot I haven't even smoked any weed yet so that tells you something I haven't done anything since I've been home except sit around. I got a shower, but so anyways, um, <clears throat> I need to smoke. <sighs> Today was kind of long drug ass today it's been a long fucking work week I had Thursday off I get tomorrow off but then I gotta be right back to work on Sunday and that's the fucking shitty part is I never really get a fucking I never get the whole weekend off I guess you could say because I'm off Thursday I gotta be back Friday and then I'm off Saturday, but I gotta be back Sunday. So it's never a real chance for me to get the rest that I need. To just recuperate from a long week. I don't get that. So, everybody that gets Friday and Saturday off, or everybody that gets Saturday, Sunday off, or whatever, two consecutive days, you should really be happy and thankful that you get two days off in a row. Because, you know, I, I can't even explain how much that actually makes a difference. To have your muscles to be able to relax for two whole days before you get back to the, the grind and the struggle is, is pretty ideal. So... For somebody like me, it's work, and then you're off, and work, and then you're off, and then you work for a whole fucking week, and then you're off. It just gets so fucking old. You get, your body starts to break down. Your muscles and shit are always sore. Your, your joints and tendons are always sore. Your feet and your knees and your back are always sore. Because you get worked like a dog for the whole fucking week, and you don't get any days off. I get two days off a week. And they're spaced out. So, if I had a really long night, the night before, then I had a hangover the next day, I'd have to fucking get my ass up and go to work still. Pretty much. Unless it was, you know... Terribly bad, I guess I could call off work, but 
I still got fucking bills to pay, right? So, uh, like, if I'm gonna go out drinking, uh, for example, the, the perfect time to go out drinking would have been tonight. Because if you go out drinking tonight and then I've got tomorrow off, then when you come home, you know, tonight, like, let's say, I'd, I'd probably just be getting home right now if I went out. Maybe in another hour or so, I'd just be getting home. It's 1.45 in the morning, so about 3 in the morning, I'd probably be getting home, right? So, like I said, yesterday, or today, whatever you want to call it, I felt like shit. I felt so terrible when I woke up. I was so dehydrated and everything, and uh, I kind of lost track of how much I had to drink. I know yesterday I had, uh, I think I had two six-packs, a tall can of Long Island iced tea, uh, but I mean I could have had more, I don't know, it was so blurry after that, but I guess from what I heard, my co-worker said that I was fucked up. I was fucking cussing and slurring my words and a whole bunch of shit. That's what he says, anyways. I don't necessarily believe him, but I told him I cuss all the fucking time, even whenever I'm sober. So anyways, I uh, got home last night. I rode my bike all the way home. And, like I said, uh, if I can, like if I'm staying at my mom's or if I'm staying at a friend's house, like a real good friend's house, then I'll just fucking stay the night there, if I can, instead of riding my bike home. But nine times out of ten, if I don't feel like I can ride, I'm not going to ride. Last night, uh... I don't even really, well not last night, yesterday, I don't really remember the ride home, to be honest. I remember parts and sections, and then whenever I got home, it was the same thing. I was watching some C-Lab 2020 that I just ordered off Amazon, and uh, started the first season of it, but... uh, to be honest, I don't remember most of it. About half of what I watched. I don't even know how many episodes I made it to until I went to sleep. But I do remember sitting here uh, watching cartoons and eating a can of SpaghettiOs. I also remember eating some pumpkin seeds. I ate some, uh, some beef sticks. I think I might have even eaten some combos. Who knows? So I was eating a bunch of junk food and everything, right? And, uh... I wake up the next day and I realize that I spent too much money off my debit card. 
you know, that money was actually supposed to go towards rent. And I had already predetermined how much I had to spend. But I guess whenever you're drunk, you just don't pay attention to how much you're spending. And so I went like $20, $25 over what I was supposed to spend. So... With that paycheck and this next paycheck on Thursday, I'm still going to probably be about $20 short on rent. But my landlord is pretty cool, usually, about that stuff. I just hope he's still just as cool about it. So, Meanwhile, I've got my dealer trying to hit me up for money that I owe him. I owe him $20. And he's just going to have to wait. But he knows this already. It's nothing new. Me and him have this little agreement that he fronts it to me. I pay him back whenever I can, pretty much. So he gives me weed. And it's usually that I pay him the next following payday. But I told him last week that it was going to be a rough month and these next two paydays was going to have to go towards rent and he told me you know he kept pressuring me into buying off of him because he was coming to pick up some previous money that I owed him and he was dropping my mom off some weed at the same time and you know he has this thing where when he comes to pick up the money that he that I owe him, he always tries to ask me if I'm if I'm still good or if I need more, which is his way of securing money in the future. Because like let's say my dealer my my weed dealer gives me uh he gives me an eighth for thirty bucks. And let's say I get it on a front, but I don't have the money to pay him the next payday. So he comes back to pick up the money from the last front, and I told him I don't have any money. And he says, well, do you need some more, or are you all right? So, so, so basically... What I'm, what I'm trying to say, because I know I'm really making it confusing here, but the weed guy gives it to me on fronts because he knows that next week he's going to get his money. Usually that's how it happens. And usually he doesn't have to come looking for me. Usually I'm getting a hold of him, so on and so forth. So it's an easy way to make extra money. It's like, okay, I just dropped you off a bag for 30. I'm bringing you another bag for another 30. And then whenever I come to pick up that $70, I'm going to try to get you to get another bag for 30. So we'll say 60 plus another bag for 30. So that's $90 that he made over just those little three bags. 
So I've kind of caught on to his little game, his little his plan to make more money. And uh, he's even told me, you know, he doesn't have a problem with fronting me. He knows that I'm going to give it back to him. He knows I'm good people. And so that's the reason why he does it. Anywho, I don't have the money to give him. And this last time that he was dropping off my mom's weed and picking up the money that I owed him, he told me that I still owed him for another bag that I don't think that I bought. Let's just put it that way. He tried saying I bought three bags. I'm pretty sure I only got two. But I said, you know what? I'm not going to fuck up what we have going on just because of one stupid fucking $30 bag. So I told him, I'll pay you for that. But I still owe him $20 from that. So anyways, he says, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. I know I'm going to get it, just don't worry about it. You could tell me that it'll be a whole year, and I wouldn't care. So, I said, okay, cool. That's great. So, um, what was it? Last Tuesday, or Monday, he tries to get a hold of me. Calls me early in the morning, and I didn't answer he, uh, I, I wait till I get to work. He's calling me again. And he's like, uh, asking me if I've got that money. Asking me if I got that $20 that I own. And I told him, no, it'll, it'll probably be next Thursday, which was yesterday. Well, day before yesterday, basically. But. <clears throat> Um, and I still didn't call him, still didn't pay him, because, like I said, I've got rent to pay. I told him this from the, from the get-go, a long time ago, that I was going to start cutting back on what I was going to be buying off of him. For that reason, because I had bills that I needed to pay, I got to save. And, it was really... It's easy for him to start building up all these different fronts. It became very easy. Because like I said, after this bag, and then another bag, and then another bag, he's already made at least $90. At least. So, to be honest, he should be happy that I'm still buying weed off of him. Because I go to the dispensary nine times out of ten anyways and I know a lot of people out there that throw a big fit about it and say oh you shouldn't be going to the dispensary and paying all those taxes really it's only twenty or thirty dollars in taxes it's not a big fucking deal so I'd rather have more of a selection and um Be able to get it when I want, where I want, what kind of weed that I want, 
No questions asked. I'm like a kid in the candy store whenever I go down the dispensary. So, and that's the way I like it. You know, if I gotta pay twenty dollars more, thirty dollars more, even forty dollars more to make sure that I got good shit, I don't care. It's like drinking. You know, certain people like certain liquors. They gotta pay more to get certain kind of liquor to drink, then they're gonna do that. So, anyways. Anyways. Still haven't smoked any weed yet. It's crazy. I went all day today at work. Not really didn't smoke any weed at work while I was there and that's a good thing shocking but it's a good thing because uh, you know it used to be that I couldn't go without weed for X amount of hours I'd lose my fucking mind but here within this past week, there's been numerous days where I went all day without smoking any weed. And it's not because I didn't have any. It was just because I didn't really think about it all that much. Which is crazy, because I think about weed like 24-7. It helps me get through my day. It helps me sustain my day and keep it good. It keeps me focused. It helps with my pain. You know, a whole bunch of shit. So for me to not even be thinking about it tells you that I've had a lot of other shit on my mind. I've had a lot of other problems that have been stressing me out, shit I've been thinking about lately, to where I, I just haven't even been thinking about weed. That's how stressed out I've been. It's crazy. It's really fucking crazy. So, right now I'm going to smoke some weed. And we're still smoking on, um, we're still smoking on the, uh, uh, McLovin is one of the ones, and some of the weed that my dealer gave me is what we're smoking on. We're going to try some of this other stuff. I've been sitting on it for a while. Yeah, I've been sitting on it for a while. And, um... It's something that my dealer gave me, too. A little while ago. I bought it off of him, but... Anywho, uh, so we're gonna try. Gonna try. So, I'm gonna try going over to my mom's tomorrow. Hopefully. 
seems like she's been busy lately. Or she's just been having a real depressing time. It could be. But, um, time's been really depressing for me lately as well, so. Really depressing. You know, whenever I say I'm depressed, whenever I actually finally break down and say I'm depressed, I'm really fucking depressed. I'm really to the point of no return. And um, it takes a lot for me to get to that point, for stuff to bother me. But whatever it does, it's just, I don't want to do anything, I don't want to talk to anyone, I don't even want to leave my house. I don't want to, I don't want to hear anybody's voice, I don't want to do anything but stay inside all day. Eat good food, stay inside, maybe listen to some good music, smoke some good weed, that's all I really give a fuck about. <laughs> Anyway, I'm going to try some of this weed, tell you what I think about it. You know, to be honest, it has a pretty good flavor to it, <coughs> but it, it doesn't, it still seems like it's not all that potent, kind of like it's old or something. Hmm. Anyways, um, I kind of feel crappy about tonight, to be honest. I was supposed to go out with a friend of mine, we've been talking about hanging out for like past week and uh, talking about this Halloween party that he's been wanting to have and I was supposed to go and uh, he was supposed to like come and pick me up or whatever he didn't say he was going to come pick me up but he asked me if I wanted to uh, come over for this Halloween party, right? And he knows that I don't drive. He knows I don't have a car. He knows I live, you know, on the other side of town. <clears throat> and so you would think that he would just, you know, offer to give me a ride, pretty much. Well, he didn't. He didn't get a hold of me. So, I just decided not to go. I feel like crap anyways. Not in a very good mood. I know I'm not going to be the life of the party whenever I feel like shit. And it's not like I'm sick or anything. But it's a mixture of being worn out and being depressed. It's a mixture. And 
you know, uh, I don't have any money on me to do anything entertaining or fun. You know, I, I don't like going out anywhere. I don't care if it's even over to a friend's house if I don't have any money. Because if I want to go get some beer or if I need a pack of cigarettes or whatever while I'm drinking, then I'm not going to have it, you know. <clears throat> if I get really fucked up, get really drunk, I need to have food to be able to soak that shit up. And if I don't have any money to buy food, you, you get what I'm saying? <laughs> so, uh, I just decided to cancel. I just stayed home for tonight. Now, tomorrow, I'm off, like I said. My neighbor's supposed to be having a Halloween party. And they've invited me to go. But am I going to go? I don't know. I really want to again. I really do. But I don't have a costume, for one. <clears throat> for two, I don't know how I'm going to feel in 12 hours from now. And that's, that's kind of the thing that's been fucking with me lately is everything is so unpredictable at first I thought I had like Crohn's disease or uh uh not Crohn's but what's the other one uh, celiac disease because for the longest time <clears throat> Uh, certain foods would fuck with my stomach. And it was really, really, really close to being celiac disease. I mean, it still could be... I still could have celiac disease, I guess. I never went and got checked, but... Uh, I thought that I've had diabetes because I get heartburn and shit. Uh, certain foods that I eat that fuck with my digestive system that uh, but also I think it fucks with my blood sugar too I can't tell you how many days that I woke up thirsty as fuck very very thirsty like dry mouth that happens almost every day and where I'll sleep for 12 hours and I'll still be fucking tired. That happens all the time, too. I'm so fatigued a lot of times that I can't help but to think that I have diabetes. And certain foods fuck with me more than others. And it's foods that you would... Normally, you would say... You would think that they wouldn't, pretty much. Uh, anything with, like, crust, like pizza, it's not just the sauce that gives me heartburn. The crust really fucks with me, too. My body doesn't digest it very well. Uh, with beer, 
It's the same thing with beer and alcohol. My body doesn't process it. Um, <clears throat> and uh, with certain spices, it fucks with me. Uh, anyways, so I just been feeling like crap. Mentally, physically, uh, just worn down. I'm worn down so much, it's almost, it's like an eraser that you just, has no fucking tip left on it. Man. And I tell myself every day, I'm like, how much more of this can you fucking take? How much more of this bullshit can you deal with? I, uh, I, uh, seem to amaze myself every day with how much more bullshit I can take. Just when I thought I had enough, I put up with more shit and more shit and more shit. But I don't think I can keep doing this. Being stressed out all the time, working every fucking day for nothing. Nothing to show for it. You know, being worn out all the fucking time. I don't think I can do that. I'm getting really fed up with being a slave to society. Because when I go to work, I'm not just working for myself to make money. I'm working for the government to take money out of my pocket, which goes towards quote-unquote taxes... You got people that don't want to work in, a, in the United States. They just want to sit around and collect unemployment and use COVID as an excuse instead of fucking taking their ass back to work because they were making more off the unemployment than they were at their job, pretty much. You got people leaving certain businesses. McDonald's and shit can't hire workers because they're not paying them enough. They're not being competitive enough. So you got other companies that are paying $15, $20 an hour. You got other businesses that are still paying 10 an hour. Or 12 That is fucking ridiculous. That's the reason why people are leaving. That extra $3 an hour. Or $4 an hour. Is the world of difference the world of difference and I'm really thinking about starting to look for a job somewhere else to be honest because four hours uh, four dollars more an hour times a 40 hour work week is $160 more a month 160 more a month times 10 months is 1600 and plus another 320 <clears throat> that's damn near $2,000 extra a year just for having that little raise 
just for having making three or four more dollars more an hour is the tune of two thousand dollars more a year and a lot of people will say that's not a lot of money that's not a lot of money that ain't nothing but if you fucking do the math I mean that is uh that is 160 extra dollars a month for groceries or that's 160 dollars worth of weed which is like uh, it's it's a pretty good amount in my opinion so I can do a lot of things extra with $160 more a month. Let's just say that. I can spend $160 more a month in clothes. I can have a new pair of shoes every fucking month. If that was the case. I could be putting $160 towards some health insurance every month. Which, I don't have any insurance because I make too much. The state doesn't give me any health benefits. And meanwhile, I'm also getting raped by the state. Because they're fucking taking so much money from me. So, not only am I getting fucked over by not getting any health benefits, because I make too much, but they're also taking money out of my pocket to give to other people that don't want to work. So, I've about had it with this state, with this job, this way of life that I've been living for the past eight years is just really taking its toll on me. It really is. After the first three years of working at this job, I, I told myself, you know, wow, you made it this long. How did you make it this long with all the bullshit going on? How'd you make it past three years? And then it was four years. And then it was five years. And then it was six years, seven years, eight years. And now I'm, I'm saying the same thing. I'm saying, how the fuck have you made it this long? How have you put up with all these people's bullshit for eight fucking years? And you haven't gotten anything in return. I don't get treated the way that I deserve to be treated by my job. I'm not valued as much as I really need to be valued. It's something that pays the bills but barely and not just that but it's some somewhere that I get treated like shit every fucking day whether it's from customers or whether it's from my employer I get treated like shit every day to be paid X amount of dollars so figuratively, I'm a slave. Because I have to provide services to people or else I don't eat. I don't make a living. I starve. If I don't go to fucking work, I starve. So there is no option. There is no choice. I know people say every day, oh, you got a choice of where you want to work. No, you don't. You know, I've told people in the past, uh, if you don't want to work, 
guess what? You still have to work. Because you have to, like I said, make a living to pay for food. At least for food. And their argument was, no, you don't have to. You can be homeless. You just choose not to be. And I said, no. There's not a choice. Because I, w I would never want to be homeless again. Sleeping on a fucking park bench in the winter with only two or three layers of clothes on and no blanket is not fucking fun. When you got the wind blowing over you at 20, 30 miles an hour and it's 20 degrees outside, it's not fucking fun. I probably got two hours of sleep that night and I had to be up to go to work the next day. So it was terrible moments like that that really opened my eyes on what I do want to do with my life and what I know I don't want to do. And I don't want to have to do that again. That's why I think that this whole van life shit's going to be a walk in the park. It's going to be a breeze. You want to know why? Because I've slept on fucking park benches before in the winter. I've been there. I've done that. I've got the postcard. I know what it's like to have absolutely nothing. To have absolutely nothing. I came back to my mother's house to stay with her. So I was very vulnerable back then. I, I packed all my shit up. I, I left my other old apartment. And I moved in with my mother knowing that, that this is her house. You know, there's a risk that... I could be kicked out at any moment. And then I'll be homeless, you know, so... Which is exactly what happened. We ended up getting in some arguments. She ended up calling the cops. Um, I went to jail over it. Even though it was just a, a bitching, a bitch fest, you know. Even though it was just... Maybe I had too many drinks and we were just... I never put my hands on her. But my mother really shocked me during that whole episode, during that whole time. It really opened my eyes to the fact that even when family says that they care about you, and I know she does. I know my mother really does care about me deep down. Uh, even when people say they do, it doesn't necessarily mean that they're going to be there to take care of you. At the end of the day, you have to do whatever you have to do and fuck everybody else. Even if that means family. They're not going to be there for you as much as you're going to be there for yourself. And that's what I tell people all the time. You'll be surprised at how you are your best friend. In the times when you really need some help or you really need some sympathy from somebody, you really need a fucking shoulder to cry on, who, who the fuck's going to be there except for you? 
you know, ultimately, that's the reason why I have become so strong, is because I've cried on my own shoulder, with nobody else around to give me advice, nobody to talk to, um, I've cried on my own shoulder before, and it just builds character, because you realize that you're so vulnerable, you're so, you're so weak at that moment, you're so exposed, uh, you're not as tough as what you thought you were, you know, you got, you got life that just beat you down to a bloody pulp, and you just have to deal with it, you have to find the best way to deal with things in life, pretty much, and that's what I'm doing slowly, but surely, but you have to learn from your, your life's, uh, mistakes, from your past, and you have to learn how to, uh, uh, use that for your future, and <clears throat> that's what I'm saying, pretty much, um, people will always try and say that they care for you, that they've been there to help you, that they've been there to feed you even, or they've helped you pay your bills, or some somebody is going to be there to say, I've done this and this and this for you. And at the end of the day, those things are nice that you did for me, but it doesn't make me the man that I am. Just because you've done this, this, and this doesn't, doesn't mean that I'm not this, this, and that. And... I don't know, like, people that do things for you, people that do favors for you, or people that help you, they do it half-assed, maybe, maybe they don't help you at all, but, anyways, that's only going to get you by for so long, only, you know, let's say you did get help from somebody, here and there. Maybe they helped you with groceries here and there when they had the extra. Or maybe they helped you buy clothes. Or whatever it may be. That's all fine and dandy for the moment. And it doesn't mean that I don't appreciate those things. But it doesn't mean that I'm indebted to you for the rest of my life. Just because you've done some nice things for me. I, I do some nice things for you, you do some nice things for me. That doesn't mean you do one nice thing for me and I do ten nice things for you. It's just not the way it goes. Anywho. Um, like I said, I didn't even really want to make a podcast tonight. Didn't have a whole lot to really talk about to begin with. I've been really kind of depressed, like I said, over this past week. And I've been I've been doing better, then it gets worse. And then I'm, I'm doing better again, and then it gets worse. And it seems like I'm having more better days than more worse days. But when I do have worse days, they are fucking terrible. So... Uh, 
People want to know what the problem is with me all the time. They think that I'm sick or whatnot. It's a mixture of everything, man. It's a mixture of me being uh, hurt and depressed. It's a mixture of that with me being hungry and tired and worn out. Like I said, mentally and physically. And, uh, I don't really know how to deal with that the best, except for sitting around eating and watching movies, pretty much. That's, that's what I do to de-stress every night. I come home, I eat. And I watch my movies on my uh, DVD player. Nine times out of ten, that usually helps with de-stressing. But here lately, I've been hitting rock bottom. I've been hitting rock bottom, and then I get up, and I hit rock bottom again. And it's just this vicious fucking cycle. And nobody understands. And even if they did understand, nobody's around to really listen. So, the only thing that I have to do is the next best thing, which is to get on here and talk about it. Because that's the only person that I have to vent to, except for myself. Pretty much. Pretty much. Anyways, like I said, I didn't want to get on here and make this podcast anyways, but I decided to. And... I'm getting pretty tired and worn out, and I think it's time to smoke some more weed, considering I've only had, like, one hit all day. I'm going to finish drinking this uh, Long Island iced tea, smoke a little bit more, and then I'm going to eat some uh, food, and I'm going to go to sleep. So... I wish I could have made another podcast. I wish I could have, talk, could have talked about more shit on this podcast. But I think I'm going to call it a night. So it's been a long week. It's been a long day. It's been a long month. <clears throat> and there's nobody to, that really cares. You know, except for me. So... I have to go and console myself, pretty much. I have to go and quietly tell myself that I'm okay. <laughs> as, I, as I rock back and forth in the corner. <sighs> so, I'm going to get off of here, call it a night. Probably end up making another podcast tomorrow. 90% sure that I will. Uh, maybe I'll have more shit to talk about tomorrow night. But till the next one, it was real. It was fun. But it wasn't real fun. <laughs> See Jizzle and the Wizzle. Signing out.